What does being mentally fit really mean to you and your family? Let's talk it out here and chat about the ways we can support our children and teenagers to prepare them for the big wide world ahead of them. I'm your host, Claire Pearson, teacher turned child therapist, and my job is to educate young people about the importance of looking after their mental health and well-being. Welcome to the Raising Mentally Fit Kids podcast. So I'm very excited to announce my podcast guest today, leader of the Mum Warriors, Lindsay Nash. Hi, Lindsay. Lovely to have you here today. Hi, Claire. So lovely to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to have a good chat with you. Well, absolute pleasure. For anyone listening, Lindsay and I are absolute best buddies. We go back years and years and years and years to our time at school. We've shared amazing memories, ups and downs, life's roller coaster of emotions, and we have got lots to share with you today. So, Lindsay, as we just get into the podcast, can you mm-hmm. just give us a short, brief description of what you're doing right now? So at the moment, what I'm doing, I have recently started a business helping um, mums um, step into a better, more, co- more confident, happier version of themselves so that they can inspire their children to do the same. Fantastic. And I know we've had this conversation loads of times about the importance of, you know, children might come to therapy, but it's what happens in the home that it's really really important so how do you encourage parents to lead a mentally healthy life in order for their children to lead a mentally healthy life um well i think with mums particularly obviously i focus on mums because i'm you know obviously a mum um and the reason i started mum warriors was because last year my marriage broke down and i didn't know who the heck i was i didn't know I didn't have any self-worth, I had very low self-esteem. I'd been mumming for 24 years and I was just a mum. I just, that was me. I was was a mum. Who was Lindsay? I did not know. So I encourage, um, you know, I I, I encourage mums to recognise their limiting beliefs and recognise what's holding them back in life Mm -hmm. so that they can, um, you know, create better environments and healthier environments at home so that they can um, inspire their children. Yeah, that's fantastic. So what are some of the common limiting beliefs that you found when working with parents? Um, so what I find is that um, when you're a mum, you are like the CEO of your house. You are, um, you know, you're the leader, but you don't, you don't actually feel like a leader. And because you're unpaid, you do it for so long, you just forget who you are. Mm. Yeah. And you become, um, you, you, you almost put, you, you become in, insignificant and you tell yourself that's okay to feel insignificant. That doesn't matter. But you look by doing that, if, you know, you lose your self-worth, you lose your self-esteem. And so many mums, because during motherhood, you just want the best for your children. So you put your health and your mental health and everything to the, on the back burner. Mm. But that's no good. You know, you have to put your mental health forefront. Because yeah. everything about you creates a ripple effect through your family. So if you're not, if your mental health isn't where it should be, then that's going to have a total ripple effect on your family. And every mother, you know, it's every mum wants the best for their children. But if you don't, if you're not giving the best for yourself, then inadvertently you're not giving the best to your children. Yeah, I completely um, so, agree. You, know, you really need to work on your 
on your inner beliefs and you know i don't like to do a witch hunt on limiting beliefs and what, what they are but just need to recognize when they might come into your life mm. you know we all want to encourage our children to be confident and to be brave and to be resilient and to live their best lives but if we're not doing that then how how can we expect them to do it you know children do what you do not what you say yeah you know they replicate your your life one of the i don't know if you agree with this but one of the things i see quite a lot in the therapy room is um people pleasing so i might have a say a teenage a a teenage um young girl might come to me with Mm. anxiety issues Mm. and of course we delve into the family history we look Mm. at what she's being exposed to and very often there will be a history of people pleasing in the family Mm. And that can stem from, as you said, the mum not giving enough of her self-worth mm. and, um, or, or believing in her self-worth enough. Mm. And this does have an effect on the children. So then a child yeah. might come to me as well. And instead of them being honest and, and raw in the therapy, you know, in the first couple of therapy sessions when, you know, you, you've got safe space mm. to tell your therapist what's going on, there's a need to tell the therapist sort of what they, you think they want to hear. Yeah. And definitely this people pleasing um, habit that is a learned behavior, I, I it is, believe. Yeah, and I, yeah, I'd agree with that. And I think because a lot of mums just do what they, you know, they agree with everything. They do what they can to keep the whole family happy and they don't tend to stand up for themselves. And they don't, you know, like you say, they, they don't recognize their own self-worth and their own, um, you know, that, that they should be respected as, as mm. the person, not as just a mother, you know, yeah. as, as a person. You know, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who Lindsay Nash was. I was just a mum, a wife and a mum, and that was it, mm. you know. But also I think with the children, um, you know, your children need to know that you need to love them sort of unconditionally so that they're, you know, then a lot of children, and I've been guilty of this myself, I think, when you feel like you've failed at your life slightly, you then start trying to live your life through your children's eyes. So you're very, I've been very hard. I mean, it, on my older children, you know, I have older children and I've got um, some younger children, um, but I've been very hard on my older children thinking, oh, I failed at my life. So I'm going to live my life through them. So I'm really sort of, you know, tough at, at making you know when they make mistakes i'm like oh you've done that wrong you've done that wrong and and in the end they think you're only loving them when they're doing things right when they're getting things perfect and right and it's and it's you know you don't realize that you're doing it as a parent and you know to actually see that and think that you think oh my gosh i feel terrible for doing that but you know we do we want perfectionism with it for ourselves and we want it for our children and it doesn't exist yeah and so our children end up you know just try and thinking they're only being loved when they're being good for mummy or that, you know, they're being perfect and they're not loved just for being who they are. Yeah. 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 That's so, so true that being self, you know, really when you're being overly critical to your teenagers or any kind of child, yeah, yeah, definitely. you're actually being critical to yourself. It's all this self criticism that's running around in your own brain, isn't it? And you're just totally, projecting yeah. it onto them. It's instead. projection. Yeah. It's projection. And you know, I've been so guilty of this and I still am, you know, um, my children are horse riders and, you know, and I get re- I'm really competitive and I, and I have to think to myself, Lindsay, are you doing this? Are you doing it? Are you pushing them for you or are you pushing them for them? You know, yeah. are they doing this because that's what, what your dream when you had when you were a child, yeah. you know, and then I find them doing things just to please me, 
So I make sure that I say to them, you should be so proud of yourself, not mum is so proud of you, mum is so proud of you, because that's just making them look for that external gratification all the time. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. And, and they'll be, then they'll be searching for that from friends, from teachers, and you know, not actually learning to be accepted and accepting those, themselves for the person that they truly are. Yeah, I agree. And one of the things I noticed about my parenting was my own need uh, when I was younger, I used to really care what people thought of me. And that went on through my teenage years, through my 20s, through my 30s, when I had the children. And I really noticed that sometimes at school, I would be more concerned about what people were thinking of my child rather than just listening to them. So say they got into trouble, I would be thinking, what did that, you know, what did the teacher think of them? Or what did that parent think? When actually I just needed to say to the child, what happened? Just give me yeah, an honest, what happened? Because like, we can yeah. deal with this, whatever. Yeah. You know, it was my stuff I was bringing to the mm. story. You know, and you, I had to work on that to, to get through that. Yeah, hundred percent. And you're and you're oh, and you're thinking about being judged as a mother as well. You think, oh my yeah. god, are they judging me as a mother because because um, my child's been naughty or my child's you know uh, messed up in some way? But they're not, you know. And everybody messes up, and children need to know that's absolutely fine. Yeah. You know, you're still really loved, you know, you know, some of the times you might not like them, but I love you. Yeah, God, you know, children just need to have love. And that's that, you know, that's my and that we need to love ourselves. And we need to show these children that you have self love is key. It's literally key to it all. Yeah. So you've got um, the Mum Warriors group set up, which is mm -hmm. a Facebook group. Now, can anyone, any mum join that? Yeah, so anyone can come and join us over in Mum Warriors group. Yeah, it's a private group, so it can be found on Facebook, but no one can see any posts. So it's you know it's very confidential. You have to answer a few questions um, to get in. Um, yeah. You know, just some basic basic sort of questions just to get in there. But yeah, it's just I mean I don't like to say it say it as a support group because I'm not a therapist. Um, I've got a life coaching certification and I've got 24 years of mum, mum and experience and 44 years of life experience, but it's a community of women coming together to, you know, to help and inspire each other through, through motherhood and through the trials and tribulations of life that life brings on because, you know, life does throw curveballs all the time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one of my main goals as well for mum warriors is that parents are so focused on um, particularly nowadays, I think, because you know the world's so crazy and things are so focused on their own problems that you, they're missing out on their children's childhood, and their children's childhood goes so quickly. You know, I know this from from my older children. You know how quickly it goes past, yeah. and you can be worried so much and so engrossed in all these, you know, problems that aren't really that, you know necessary to be worrying about and then and you're missing you're missing the beauty of your children's childhood and um for listeners can you just say exactly how many children you've got and how old they are yeah so i've got five children and they are 24 22 17 9 and 6 and for anybody who's watching this on the youtube channel yes you are going to say immediately she does not look old enough and anyone listening on the podcast go and look on the youtube channel now just to see how amazing lindsay looks because you do oh, look you. fantastic lindsay and, i think um, they i think they keep me young i mean obviously i had my older children i've been a teenage mum i've been a mum in my 20s i've been a mum in my 30s and i'm you know and i'm still got small children now in my 40s so 
I'm pretty um, well experienced um, in it and I've made tons and tons and tons of mistakes and I've failed loads like every parent does and it's and it's about accepting that. Congratulations. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's it isn't it? Celebrate it. Well you know we fail we all fail everybody does you know. Yeah, well, I've had the um, honoured position of being able to watch your journey as a, as a mother. And it's one that I feel very privileged to have witnessed and to see your children growing up into the adults that they are now. And you've done a sterling job, regardless yeah. of, you know, you said you've, you've had so. fails, which we all have, because mm -hmm. failure is a part of the dance of life, of course. And, uh, and it just goes to show as well that, um, you know, that, that love and believing in them and being there for them. And like you said, just watching each, each step, you know, of their, of their life, what they're doing, being involved is so important. It's so important. It's so important. And it, you know, it goes by, it goes by so quickly, you know, and I think being present with the children is key. Um, you know, that's perhaps another episode, but, um, yeah, definitely. You know, it's, <laughs> it's key. Being present for yourself is key, you know, just, you know, cherish your life and your days with your kids because it just goes so fast yeah um, I mean and not to um criticize I mean I'm a working mom you're a working mom you know you can't be there 24 hours a day for your children but it like you said it's when you are there being present and I think you're right I think there is another episode from this but mm -hmm. one um like key takeaway I would hope that the listeners come get from this is something that I've learned recently is I leave my laptop in my consulting room now because when I, when I first started this business, which is about seven years ago now, I was trying to be a mom, a wife, and run a business. And to be honest, I was shockingly bad at all three at that particular time in my life. I had my laptop open on the breakfast table, like kids were asking me, for, and my kids were younger then, and they needed me. And I just felt like I wasn't doing anything very well. Like none of those jobs were doing, I was doing particularly well at all and I've yeah. really learned now to kind of shut the door on my work and I will say to clients as well I'm, I'm with my children right now I can't talk I'll respond to you tomorrow and people are, are really good and yeah. I've had to set those boundaries you know yeah. so that my work and my children and my marriage they they have got their separate boxes that I am able to you know yeah. complete that version of me in those boxes and what you get done in that space of time when you have have the time to do is so much more constructive than trying to do it all, all you know juggle a load of balls at once sort yeah, of thing yeah but it can be overwhelming children, you know, if i i say exactly the same thing i try and be present don't have my phone in my hand and make you know children need to feel important they need to feel listened to they need to feel heard so if you're chatting to them and you've got your phone in your hand or, or something and you're just yes yeah yeah or wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute they're saying, you're basically saying to them, my phone is more important than hearing your voice. On the other hand, it, life is not always like that. You may need to take a call. You may need to respond to an email. So tell them, yeah. darling, sorry, let, give me, mummy, five minutes because I just need to reply to this email and I will sit down and listen to you. Yeah. It take, you know, there's just a completely different way of doing it. That's saying to your child, um, oh, mummy's just got to be busy and then she's going to give me her time. Not, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, because that's saying, actually, I don't want to listen to you. Mm. But, you know, yeah. and we can't always be present with our children when they're around. Just, you know, life doesn't work like that. But we can, we can really try and really try to listen and hear the little things they say and pick up on their, you know, maybe they need to tell you something. Maybe they need to get something out. And you may miss it when you're rushing and you're 
you know, you've got so many other things and you're trying to juggle all those balls at once. You may miss something really significant that your child's trying to tell you. Mm, yeah, I completely agree. So your, um, your mum warriors Facebook group, I'm a part of that group and have been since the beginning. I've, been, I've watched it um, emerge into this really safe space of sharing. Mm. And you, I've, there's been some amazing things on there already. And I know it's quite a, a young um, group, really. And what would you say would be your um, calling point to, to mums? What would they be struggling with right now? And who would be who would really benefit from joining that group? So I say the person that is that feels sort of stuck in their lives, the person that feels that they've got that niggling, they they've got so much more they need to, they want to be in life, but they feel held back maybe by motherhood. You know, they maybe need to look at their environment. And, you know, are they in relationships that are good for them? Because you know. If you, if you really want to be the best role model to your child, you've got to live your best life. So I always say to mums, um, are you living a life that you'd want for your child? And if the answer is no, then you really need to start looking at why, why that is. Um, so I would say to them, you know, look at your environment. You can't grow a beautiful garden of flowers in a garden that's full of weeds. You know, you need to start weeding your garden. So it's about getting people to look at, you know, look at their lives. What can we do and help and inspire you to do to make um, positive changes in your life that will have, like I say, the ripple effect for your children. And that could be looking at your relationships. You know, do you, as a, are you a married couple, do you need to go to couples therapy, you know, or have you tried that and are you just still, you know, running them? Do you need to separate? You know, some people stay stay together for far too long when they shouldn't because they stay together for the children but an unhappy unhealthy unloving marriage is just as unhealthy on the children that it is to separate find yourself again and you know give your children love security and, and a happy home a different vibe you know I felt dreadfully guilty about my marriage um, breaking up and, you know, I knew I had to do something about that guilt. I knew it was sink or swim. I had to raise my children. I had to be the best role model. I had to rise and become a warrior yeah, and um, show them that it's absolutely boy, have you. fine. <laughs> um, you know, and just show that life is going to be absolutely fine. Daddy's still going to be here and mummy's still going to be there. And, you know, it's fine. We don't all have to break into pieces Mm. Um, we can, we can get, you know, we can get through anything. And that's what, what Murray, one warriors is about. It's about getting people to believe that you can get through anything, you know, and, and sometimes tough situations are brought to us to, you know, that, and they give us the opportunity to actually grow. Yeah. It's grow. part of the hero's journey, isn't it? Joseph yeah. Campbell at his best. And I've noticed as well with, uh, some of the, uh, women in your group, that uh, the ones who say have um, their marriages have separated and they've walked into that fear and they've said in the group, actually it was the like imagining was worse than the, than the reality. What they is, thought yeah. was going to happen was mm. just so much worse. They were catastrophizing and creating this yeah. awful nightmare of what was going to happen to their kids. And in fact, yeah. the reality was, okay, things change. There was yeah. an evolution of the family but actually that evolution grew much stronger individuals. Totally, and yeah. the, the, the reality was they could cope. They had yeah, totally got yeah. it. 
And these women are sharing their stories, aren't they, in your group, which is phenomenal and really inspiring. So maybe for anyone who is really fearing um, divorcing or separating, and they're so worried about what's going to happen to the children, maybe coming into that group and just hearing some of the stories of women who have made that transition and yeah. survived, and not just survived, but flourishing, not just flourishing, but actually sharing their story as well is yeah. monumental. So yeah. I would really encourage anyone listening who is in, who's really starting to think about, you know, what, what they're going to do next, what their future holds, you know, are the children going to be damaged forever? No, the answer yeah. is no. Um, yeah. Then to go into that, <laughs> go yeah. into that. Yeah. There's always therapist. Um, yeah. then to go into the group. So what, uh, have you got some tips that you would give mums then who are in your group? Yeah, well, just like what you were saying then, Claire, about fear, um, you know, we all fear the unknown. Our brains are naturally built to, you know, to be comfortable um, and familiarity. You know, we don't like fear. We hate it. So we run away from it. But generally, when you face it, face the fear and do it anyway, it's never as bad as you thought it was going to be. You know, it's false emotions appearing real, an acronym for fear. And that's, you know, it's so true. How many times do we, we terrified of doing something and then we do it and we, we go, oh, wow, that is the best thing ever. And, you know, it, sometimes it can be a difficult transition and it can be very bumpy for a while, but you will grow, you bloom, you blossom through, through those, you know, hard times. Um, you know, and so we focus on health, wealth, um, self and family. And that, you know, that's, that's where our focus is, you know, health, mental health and physical health, because I totally believe that you, so my tip would be, you need to put yourself first as a priority and mums just don't do that. They don't do that. And they need to, it's not selfish. You're doing the best thing for your child by putting yourself first, having your me time, loving yourself, treating yourself, rewarding yourself, thanking yourself, you know, and, and letting your children see that, that you do that because you are just showing that that's what they have to do mm. to grow up, to be, you know, um, brave, courageous, um, happy and confident, resilient adults. They yeah. have to see you doing it. So that's, you know, that's what we encourage. And so if you don't feel you're that sort of person, but you want to be and you're open-minded to a different way of, of living and making tiny weeny small steps to change because you have to ch make changes. Otherwise your life will always be the same. You can't just, you know, you can't read a book, do a course and then expect to wake up the next morning and everything be different. You have to implement changes. Otherwise yeah. your life will always be the same. And, you know, I see so many women and hear so many women, um, that's, you know, Oh, I'm going to change next year will be a year. And then, you know, five years later, it's still exactly the same. And the reason that is, is because they haven't implemented any changes. But yeah. they think like, with hope that it's just going to change. It isn't. So yeah. it's about, um, you know, supporting women to just start looking inside themselves, looking at their environment and being brave. Yeah. And, being and, and the, brain, the brain is like a, a, you know, a big muscle. I always say to this, I get a lot of children coming to me, especially teenagers with, you know, very repetitive negative thought processes. And mm. they, they might've been feeling like that, like that since they were 12. So you might have five years worth of conditioning your, your brain to scan the world for the negative. Mm. And I always say to them, but the brain is amazing. Once you start 
um, thinking in a different way and realizing there's a way, a different way of thinking, the yeah. neurotransmitters in your brain are just going to pip, 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 mm. and they start making these new neural pathways. But to make these new neural pathways, you have got to make a change at some point. Yeah. Just see how it feels. Just see how yeah. it feels for two minutes to think differently. If yeah. it feels okay, just try five minutes. Day. Yeah. Yeah, but, just um, start. Don't put massive pressure and expect huge leaps. Just start. Just start today saying, I'm not going to talk to myself badly today. Mm. I'm not going to call myself an idiot. I'm going to talk to myself like I talk to my best friend and my daughter. Yeah. Would you ever call your daughter an idiot? Would you ever say, you're so, they're so thick, they're so stupid, they can't do it? No, you wouldn't. So don't talk to yourself like it. And you shouldn't, you're talking badly to yourself. Your children witness it. They start talking badly to themselves. And it's, you know, yeah. it's a lot of work to undo. And uh, I think as well, if, if you are somebody who's having a lot of, of thoughts and you're living in your head, then one of the quickest tips really is just to say to yourself, how do I get out of my head and into my body? How do I get out of my head and into my body? Because that's where the thoughts are. But the thoughts, as you said, do not determine us. They are just random acts of like, consciousness that run along like little waves. And we can choose to believe them or we can choose to observe them and watch them float away. Yeah. But say to yourself, and this is how, you know, mindfulness and meditation help and doing exercise, gratitudes, all of, all of the good stuff that we know works yeah. and not just like mamby-pamby stuff. You know, this is research, you know, evidence-based. Yeah. It's because it's getting out of your head into your body. What is happening around you right now? What can you see right now? What are you doing right now? What are you experiencing right now? You don't have to live in your head. Yeah, there's miracles all around you, you know, there's beauty all around you, um, you know, and overthinking just makes you heavy. And when you're heavy, you can't fly. And so you need to, yeah, you need to have quiet time. Yeah. So I hear on the grapevine that you are writing a course for Mum Warriors. Are you yeah, able got... to tell us anything about that? Any um, inside scoops? Yeah, I'm um, it's just working out the tech for it because um, I'm not a tech person, which is a negative that's a limited <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's one of mine as well. <laughs> I keep telling myself that every day. Stop saying that, Lindsay. You're a tech queen. You're a tech queen. You're a tech queen. Um, but yeah, so the course is my first course coming out, which is just a mini course. It's probably going to take about two and a half hours to complete. Um, is a the self-confidence masterclass for mums. And that Fantastic. is just going through um, some just basic modules, um, self uh, negative self-talk, um, and your identity, finding out who you are, self-love, um, inner integrity. So, um, you know, self-belief um, and doing what you'll say you're going to do. All these sort of things that help build self-confidence and drip feed that, um, that self-confidence pot that you need to do. That you continuously, as a mother, take out of every day instead yeah. of feed every day. So, yeah, that should be out um, January. Go on, say it, say it. <laughs> Make yourself no. accountable. Go on. No, <laughs> um, no. Um, I, yeah, maybe in uh, three weeks. And you can find me on um, www.mumwarriors.com and on, on Instagram. I do a lot more, um, a lot of videos on Instagram as well. A lot of IGTV on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, more so that it goes into the group. The group's a bit more personal. Mm -hmm. The Mum Warriors group's a bit more personal. Um, the, um, but Instagram, you can, you can find out more about me on there as well. That's Mum Warriors. And also your lovely horses. 
and you, yeah, there's there's the there's the other Instagram account with the ponies and the children, yeah, which is fun. also very fun to watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Lindsay, we will obviously put all of your details in the podcast episode description, so people can find you really, really easily. I would just like to say it's been a pleasure chatting to you today and I know that we're going to have plenty more chats in the future so thank you very much for taking time out of your busy day and joining us on the Raising Mentally Fit Kids podcast you're more than welcome lots of love bye bye thank you so much for listening today I really hope you enjoyed the podcast please subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode I'd appreciate it a lot if you could spread the love and give us a review or some big fat likes. Remember, if you need any further information or you want to grab your resource packs, then please head on over to the RaisingMentallyFitKids.com website. The link is in the description below. All the episodes are filmed for those who like to watch, so head to my YouTube channel, which is called Claire Pearson, Raising Mentally Fit Kids. And finally, one important note, If you work in mental health or with children or you're a parent with a really good story to share, then please get in contact. I'd love to have you on the pod. Wishing you a great day and I will see you next time.